Hi, welcome to Industrial Input. I'm your host, Rhea Patel, and we're here to talk about the polarized ideas that arose from the Industrial Revolution. These ideas, capitalism and socialism. The economic consequences of the Industrial Revolution were substantial. The two main economic theories that engendered from this major revolution was capitalism and socialism. The biggest advocates of these were Karl Marx, supporter of communism and socialism, and Adam Smith, supporter of capitalism. Today, we're interviewing these influential folks and their viewpoints. We're happy to have y'all here, Mr. Smith and Mr. Marx. Of course. Yes. Well, Mr. Smith, I would like to ask you a few questions first. Go ahead. So, regarding the Industrial Revolution, how did the concepts of laissez-faire and free enterprise impact the success of industrialism? Well, during this period, the economy shifted from mercantilism to free market, or laissez-faire. Increased industrialization and the mass production of both goods and services led to a rise in consumer and leisure culture among the middle classes. So I, Adam Smith, am a British Enlightenment philosopher who revolutionized economic theory by introducing and expanding upon the idea of free market economics in my book, The Wealth of Nations. My book encourages techniques such as the laissez-faire and the free enterprise system. These new ideas encourage a free market, the ability for private persons to own property, free trade, and the importance of supply and demand. This obviously appeals to the majority since now people can have economic liberty and affluent be affluent without the control of the government obviously this is a better choice don't you think yeah honestly i can see that it's much better than not having a choice and could you tell me what exactly is laissez-faire laissez-faire capitalism allowed people to conduct their own economic practices and engage in the free market without the government intervening in it all of these factories required the implementation of heavy government intervention on the other hand Capitalism allows for unlimited wealth economic decisions that are decided by supply and demand and minimal government intervention. I'm not done yet. With the ability of economic liberty, citizens are able to build factories and control the production of goods. And regarding the outcome of competition, the prices of goods and services lowered with the competition to gain favor of consumers and the invention innovation of goods and services. Free trade allows barely any restriction on the ability to share across the globe. Also, with ideas of self-reliance and self-interest, many believe that this encourages people to work harder, therefore contributing to the success of the whole nation. Right. Well, Mr. Marx, how do you feel about Mr. Smith's claims? Okay, so there are people that say, like, oh, um, industrial capitalism led to the increased standards of living for some by making rulers the heads of corporations massively wealthy. Industrial capitalism also led to the decrease in standards of living for others by subjecting people to harsh labor and grueling conditions with little to no financial compensation. So, honestly, I disagree with the free market. I think Adam Smith is way over his head. Capitalism divides society into two categories, those who own the means of production and the working class. The free market only benefits the upper class and hurts the lower class. And what's worse is that they're totally ignorant of it. Regarding your theories, Mr. Marx, how did industrialism lead to the growing popularity of communism? Scientific socialism is a part of my plan. It states that workers should own the means of production and that they share wealth equally amongst themselves. Communism is my theory that works, workers should own the means of production and share wealth equally. Additionally, 
all social classes would be erased from society for the purpose of total equality. Oh yeah, that makes sense in a way. I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, industrialism has severe negative consequences for the lower class, who eventually revolted and unionized. They desired to reform and equality, which led to the growing popularity of communism. That's definitely one person's perspective. All right, thank you guys for coming, Mr. Marks and Mr. Smith. Of course, thank you for having us. Before we conclude today's podcast, let us take a short break to introduce our sponsors. Let us introduce to you Spinning Jenny. Save the hassle of hiring pricey workers and get our new machine. The Spinning Jenny makes weaving a breeze. Now you can work with eight spools at once and at half the speed. Side effects may include starvation, poverty, and possible death. So, all in all, the Industrial Revolution was a major time period for the engendering of economic ideas, such as revolutionary socialism, lazy sphere economy, and free enterprise. The shifting of an agrarian society to a manufactured-based society made a huge change to how citizens developed ideas on how the economy should be run, like Karl Marx and Adam Smith. So, we decided the Industrial Revolution was more about progress. While capitalism mostly focused on providing individuals with economic liberty and encouraging individual profit, this set the stage for future idea and economics, such as no trade barriers and the free market. Nonetheless, this was an important time period for change. Well, that's all we have for today on Industrial Inputs. Thank you for watching.